Everybody, we're GFBS. Welcome to a Dirty Thursday. Oh, I thought we'd get a little more applause than that. Joining us today from the River City Speedway, Darren Ebbold and Brad Sagan, of course, the other half of the Bullring Boys, Chad Hoff in the studio today also. Show today is brought to you by Thunder Rays Auto Repair. You know, there's a new auto repair shop at Grand Forks, Thunder Rays Auto Repair. And you know what? Thunder Rays, they do pretty much everything. General auto repair, oil changes and maintenance, brakes, suspension, fuel and ignition diagnostics, engine and tranny work. And Thunder Rays loves working on hot rods and muscle cars. They dig it. And you won't drop dead when you get the bill. Call or schedule an appointment. 701-757-0287 or go to thunderrays.com. It's got a hell of a nice site on Facebook, too. Check it out. Thunder Rays on Facebook. New auto repair shop in town. It's Thunder Rays Auto 2315 North Washington Street, Grand Forks. Thunder Rays Auto. Well, before we get going, don't forget if you have any questions or comments, feel free to call us or text us. Our phone number 701-213-0863. Again, that number 701-213-0863. I already got uh, all kinds of people tuning in. Morning, Al. Morning, William. Ryan, Al, Keith, Mike. Oh, 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 hold on. What? Hey, hey, wait. Get my mic on. Okay. It's it's on. Okay. They're all wondering where the party's at. Uh, (laughs) It's right here, fellas. Right here, right now. We're having a party. And uh, all of you that made it here to the uh, grand opening and stuff, (laughs) man, that was a good time. Oh, that was so cool. Uh, Hey, let's uh, one quick thing before we do that. Congratulations on the key to the city, my friend. Hi, you like that, huh? That is awesome. Thinking about drilling a hole through it and putting it on a gold (laughs) chain and being like Flava Flav or Flava Flav or whatever the heck his name is. Okay. All right, before we get going, it is time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. What do you call a thousand restrictor plates at the bottom of the ocean? What do you call a thousand restrictor plates at the bottom of the ocean? A good start. <laughs> Brad didn't even smile. Oh, they're at the end. What the, what the heck, to man? Get it. He's no, still trying on. to get it. <laughs> That, that's that's a nap car joke. That's a nap joke. car joke. We'll slow down for you next time. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brad, Darren, it's been a while since you've been on the show. Welcome, gentlemen. Well, thanks for having us. How yeah. are you guys doing? Surviving. Surviving. Holidays good for y'all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm guessing you're probably busy with some girls basketball and stuff now, too. Yeah, it's nice to get to the gym and uh, watch the Sacred Eagles girls team. Yeah, it gives you something to do other than what we've been typically doing. Right? Yeah, yeah. How many how many people are they letting in now? Uh, it just you and the misses, or can other people come and watch, or how are they, how are they doing that across the river? So anybody involved with the program gets to bring uh, or assign two people to come. Yeah, so yeah. Fortunately, um, our boys are coaching in the boys program, so we get to go watch oh. the boys play as well. Oh, so. that's kind of nice. That's nice. Sonny Ian's doing the junior high stuff, and Devin's volunteering with the JV and varsity. So, yeah, we're, we're getting our fill of uh, Sacred Heart basketball, and uh, gives us something to do. And we're certainly appreciative to be able to just to get in there and, mm-hmm. and sit there with our uh, socially distanced with our masks <laughs> on and watch some basketball. Well, it's, it's it's better interesting than interesting because. Uh, some of the players are wearing them as chin straps and not masks. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, oh, you can only play so many board games before you're like, gosh, I want to do something else right at this point. Exactly. <laughs> Getting really good at um, smear, nine points. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, you play nine point? Nine Never heard point. of that. We used to play five. five. Yeah. Oh, you know, and the thing is, when I moved to Grand Forks, I couldn't find anybody that knew how to play smear. I grew up 
playing smear all winter long. That's all we did. We'd, we used to actually put an ice house down on the river in Thief River. Never drill a hole in it. Yeah. But the cops couldn't come down there. You only had to worry about a DNR or the occasional sheriff. So we would just lock the door, have a case of beer, and play smear all day and night long. Yeah. Memories, I tell you. Last forever. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, the reason you guys are here, uh, I think you've got the figured, uh, the, the, this track schedule figured out for River City Speedway this year. But um, first thing I'm going to say is it's got to be a better year than last year. I mean, last year, considering the COVID, the pandemic, the county commissioners, yeah. all of that stuff. The drama. It, yeah, the drama. It, it, it still turned out to be a pretty good year. Yeah, you know, for the most part, you know, Linus and Bill and Darren and myself, uh, at the end of the year, uh, we didn't really know what to expect. Um, my first year in it, uh, and I just uh, went along with what uh, Darren and Linus said, and basically they said, well, uh, I guess we, we got to take it. Mm-hmm. And then that's that's where we're at. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, one thing, uh, the one thing that still bothers me to this day is losing that two-day World of Outlaw show because um, not only the fact that the fans and, and all the racing people around the country didn't get to watch it or anything, but think about how much money the area lost. How much money would have been funneled into the Grand Forks, East Grand Forks area uh, for losing a two-day show at a dirt track? It's I couldn't even imagine how much money. Yeah, it. Uh, I mean, you you probably could talk to the the ticket outlets on the corridors or or the different businesses that could tell you the impact of that deal. But yeah, I think you look at that that race we had though was pretty epic. Oh and, gosh, and, yeah, and, oh. and still talking about to this day, it's uh, it's World of Outlaws top five races they've done this past year. Well, I think, on Twitter. Well, if we're going to go that By way, far. because the World of Outlaws, I think the closest race to ever before was at River City Speedway before last year, if I remember right. And I think they also listed it, the one a couple of years back is probably the best one ever. And I think that was between Shots and Kinzer, if you guys remember yeah. that one. But I tell you what, last year was both of those Outlaw shows, the, the late models and the sprints, incredible, yeah, incredible awesome racing. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and then you look at Kyle Larson. He's still doing it. Yeah, you know? fifteen second lead over the late mo- that late yeah. model feature, Lucas Oil. That's, I'm guessing yeah. there's a lot of dirt guys that want him to get back into Napcar. Yeah, I, I posted on Facebook. I was like, so I was wondering how Kyle Larson do. Anybody know? And it just blew up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you don't know? Like I'm just joking, guys. Um, totally know what happened. Friday night race is a great way to start a weekend. That's a text from Brian. Happy New Year's, Brad. Uh, who do you most enjoy racing against when the big dogs come to town and they're talking uh, big dogs in Wasoda? But uh, who do you like racing against the most? Who do you look forward to racing against the most? In uh, in Wasoda, you're talking? Well, it just says... Uh, Somebody's Wissota asking a question. parentheses, yeah. Wasoda or the Outlaws? So if you race against big dogs, pretty much, what's what's your what's your favorite race to race against is what they're asking. Wasoda or late models? Well, Wasoda is a late model. So, <laughs> all right, Wasoda, are the uh, World of Outlaws? Uh, well, the World of Outlaws. Uh, well, there's a race going on, and I'm not in it. Right. <laughs> right. So I get to race with them when I'm on lap 19, and they come around and they're doing 20. <laughs> so that's the only time I see them. But uh, as for uh, you, you know um, the Sites Memorial, I always look forward to. Right. Um, just because uh, a you race a lot of different guys um, that you know you read about out of different regions that are, are strong runners in their regions and and uh, they they come into our backyard and um, you know what it, you always wonder where you stand and I th- I think our group of uh, late model guys around here. Stand pretty tall. I agree I mean, with that. Oh yeah, heck yeah, for sure. Let's see if there's anybody there. Are you there? Hello. Nobody. Nope. nope they hung, they up. hung up. They hung up on me. Sorry. Um, we didn't want to cut Brad off in mid sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> new schedule. Is it figured out for 2021? Yeah. You know. So kind of today was uh, we we started looking around and and different people. I mean, it it gets sooner and sooner every year. So now what are we? Right. January 26th. Seventh. <laughs> yeah. People are itching to know oh, yeah. what the schedule oh, yeah. is. Yeah, you got all these guys releasing their schedules like first week of January, and like you got everybody in North Dakota is releasing schedules. There's a tentative, tentative, and like, well, when's River City's going to yeah. announce? Well, tell you what, folks, we're going to announce it, mm-hmm. and we're going to we got the guys here to tell us what's going on this year. And looking at it, it looks aggressive, it looks action packed, 
And there's a lot of awesome races going to happen this year at River City Speedway. That's no doubt about it. And, you know, uh, when I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, Brad, you said we're, we're really close to having the schedule done. And all you would say is it's aggressive. I like that word. It aggressive. is very aggressive. I like that word. Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? When are we going to get the season rolled, rolling off here? Well, you know what? Uh, us, us at River City is always like uh, to maybe – People call it test and tune a soft mm-hmm, opening mm-hmm. because when we're when we're going to open, we want everything. We want all the bugs worked out of it. So sure. uh, we're going to have a, a test and tune date to be determined uh, before our May seventh opener. Okay, so we're going to open up on May seventh. Uh, NOSA, the late models, street stock, Midwest mods, just your traditional. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know four classes that night. So, uh, Darren, you want to take the next one? Yeah, so uh, yeah, Darren. Mother, mother nature allows us, right? We're gonna get yeah on the seventh, and then after that, because we're always out of sanctioned track, uh, they have a race of champions, the AFCO race of champions on May fourteenth, um, and we have a rain date on that. Uh, if something should happen where that gets washed away, that would be July yeah, July thirtieth. Um, as as a sanctioning track, it's important that uh, we participate in those things and. Uh, you know, maybe we'd see a few strangers that would that would pull in and race that typically don't uh, for us on that Friday night. So, um, as always, um, you know, excited about the fact that we we kind of hang our hat on what we call the Premier Racing Series. And, mm-hmm. uh, there's not a lot of racetracks that run two Premier classes with two awesome support classes each and every Friday. Night oh, absolutely, uh, no like, doubt. Um, that's um, you know something where. Uh, um, you know, each each and every Friday night, it's 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 special to us because of the kind of program that we've put on the on the docket. On that May fourteenth, um, the sprint cars will be south of here. And okay, so, um, that makes it a good fit for for that race of champions race. So just a note there, um, and we'll get something posted here in short orders to, in in terms of what the schedule looks like and whatnot. I like okay. that on the 14th, the A-Mods are going to be here uh, because the sprint cars are going to be gone. A-Mods, I like watching the A-Mods. But um, see here on the 21st and 22nd, the uh, NOSA King of Wings presented by uh, B-Dubs, two nights. What's that going to involve? So that, this, kind of, this kind of involves, like, the sprint cars being off the 14th. So this is a, this is a first for River City Speedway, mm-hmm. as, yeah. as far as I know. So we are letting the sprint cars off on the 14th. They're going to go down south to Huron, uh, not Huron, Hussett's, uh Hartford. Hartford and Jackson, and run a three-series, three-race series down there. And the finale is going to be back here the following Friday and Saturday. Oh, whoa! So okay. Apparently, whoa. there's a, a ten thousand. Ten thousand dollar point fund, uh, no doubt. Yeah, they're 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 expecting ten to fifteen, maybe twenty different sprint cars from down there coming yep. up here. So, it's like I said, th- th- this schedule is gonna as 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 the year goes on here, and we keep going through it. It's gonna get more and more aggressive. That I mean, that is amazing. I so, do want to add quickly, uh, Buzz. I'm glad you figured out how to watch this. Thank you. Okay, what? Yeah. So the the, the <laughs> Friday night, uh, they'll come back here with the B Dubs. It'll be Sprint Car, Street Stock, Midwest Mod, and Lightning Sprints. Okay. So then on Saturday, uh, it'll be Sprint Cars. The late models will be back on the schedule, and then we'll probably have an IMCA class just because of uh, Greenbush and uh, Devil's Lake on each side of us that run B right. Mods and Street Stocks those nights. So, you know what? We, I mean, we're just we can't do it. So it. You know, mm-hmm. Both Friday and Saturday are going to be new, new for us. Sure, you know Saturday night's going to be an NLRA tour race, uh, and before uh, you know, I go any further here. That that just reminds me of uh, that's probably going to be a, a Howie Shield Memorial race. Sure, I mean we lost one of our own yep. this year. Yeah, yeah. great guy. Uh, heart goes out to uh, Juanita Cole, um, Cody. Uh, yeah, it would be remiss if we didn't uh, mention that. Uh, so we're going to do that in Memorial on the 22nd of that Saturday, correct? We're going to talk to the family and everything. That'd be awesome. But, yeah, yeah, so we, he, he, Howie was Grand Forks and the NLRA. He, yep. he, needs, yeah. to be, uh, he needs to be honored. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, now, when you talk about that, uh, talk about honoring people, the Wayne Anderson Cup. 
um, numerous races. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I see that on there a lot, guys. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Well, the yeah, the, the legendary Wayne Anderson, right? The father of NOSA. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah. There's always been some conversation in the offseason and during the season how we can step up and, and do something special for uh, uh, an individual that was super passionate and had a huge heart. Um, Wayne was uh, often, you know, a, a man of very few words, but, mm-hmm. when, but when he spoke, remember the old E.F. Hutton? Oh yeah, you know everybody when, when listened. Wayne, when Wayne spoke a lot, spoke a lot of people would, would would sit up in their chair and pay attention. For sure, um, you know we we hang our hat on sprint car racing um, as well as all the other classes, and Wayne has been instrumental for that. So, you know, we tentatively got some dates here, um, sort of on the theme of uh, you know horse racing's triple crown. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, came up with the concept of the Wayne Anderson Cup, and so it'll it'll. Um, It'll be four four races. There will be a point fund um, for the sprint cars. Gives uh, us an opportunity to give back a little bit um, in terms of purse uh, uh, for those for those races as well. So, um, not only are we excited about the King of Wings, but the Wayne Anderson Cup, mm-hmm. which is new, right, to River City Speedway. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of great support over the years for the for the Sites Memorial and the late model community came together and others came together for that. And so um, we'll be working closely with NOSA on um, these events, obviously, because it's important for, for us to make it special because Wayne was a real special guy. Yeah, and, and not only uh, you mentioned the king of NOSA, uh, but think of how many people that ran Wayne's sprint cars throughout his life. I mean, a lot of the, the top racers you read about, a lot of them in the, the River City Speedway Hall of Fame now, uh, it's because of Wayne Anderson putting him in their car and, and in his car. And, um, you know, it, it's weird. It, it's been a couple of years, but it, it seems like it was yesterday when I talked to the guy. Yeah. You know, it's just he's one of those guys that the picture of him never leaves your brain, you know, kind of thing. But um, what, when you say uh, aggressive schedule, you've got uh, <laughs> so many different things here. Uh, let's move ahead a little bit. Uh, we got the Nosa King of Wings and the Wayne Anderson yeah. Cup is, is going to be back-to-back. Um, how about uh, the Greater Grand Forks Fair and then the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars coming up on June 4th? One day show. One day show, June 4th, uh, uh, and the support classes, NLRA late models. I mean, where do you – you don't get many of those shows around. No, no. you do not. Now, as, as running the track, I mean, we all know sprint cars like a little different than late model guys, vice versa. Does that make it tougher on a show like this for, for track prep guys or – just something you got to deal with oh not not necessarily you know that that particular night um you got uh basically you got 34 10 sprint cars and you got 24 late models mm-hmm. so the surface probably can be a little bit it, it have a little more moisture in it sure. versus two barrel classes mm-hmm. that uh it's not very fun right so right it's, right it's kind of what 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 what's in what programs in front of us right now? Mm-hmm. You know, so I think when you guys sit down in the off season, okay, so season season ending done, when do you guys start communicating and being like, okay, what are we going to do for next year's schedule? How how you know in depth we want to get? Do you worry about the whole COVID thing? Do you worry about the schedule on that thing, or you just say, you know what, screw it, we're going to do this is going to be our schedule, and we're going to hope for the best. When do you guys start talking about that and figuring out like these specials you guys came up with this year? Are, are awesome uh you got big motor mania that's a pretty cool name for an, a, a race night here that's our hall of fame night that's pretty cool um the wayne anderson cup you know you look at the the king of the wings those names don't just come like you know pretty damn quick when do you guys start talking about this when do you guys like okay we're gonna start saying this or when you guys want a re- release date because like brad and i you were talking before all these racetracks are announcing, 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 and you're like, oh, shit, we got to get this done, guys. When does it start going to effect? Well, the one thing, you know, we hang our hat on is, is we've been consistent, right? Yeah. So when it comes to our weekly program, we've, in 23 years now, we made one weekly class change, and, and that was uh, we moved to the Midwest Mods from the, from the Superstocks um, for, for reason, uh, car count reason primarily. And then we've been just real consistent forever with what we've been doing on um, uh, a seasonal basis. Right. Sure, we would throw some different things in there, like 
um, bringing lightning sprints in and AMODs on occasion. And now the, the wingless sprint car thing seems to be um, something that's available for mm-hmm. us to look at. So we do those kind of things. Uh, there's been conversations for quite a while about how do you um, honor someone like Wayne Anderson, um, right? right? And uh, probably should have been doing something sooner than, than we have here, but we believe that this concept uh, um, should garner a lot of support and take off for us and be a staple, of uh, hopefully, of, of our race schedule for years to come, like like the Sites Memorial, but, mm-hmm. but then different, right? Um, the Sites Memorial has ran over a three-day um, yeah. uh, time frame, this gives us an opportunity to do something slightly slightly different. So you know, we always have that staple to work off of, and with some new ideas with Brad and Bill coming on board, um, as far as COVID is concerned, I think you have to, you know, have those conting- contingencies, and we, we had to obviously develop them in, in short order last year, and I think everybody did a great job, and we feel fortunate that is a going concern in a business that needs to run race programs that we had to put our put our our neck out there and survive the year, so to speak, right. um, because you know the market and the fans expect River City Speedway to be, you know, what they have been. Um, this aggressive schedule, I'm excited for it because uh, just of the fact that it's it's a bit new, obviously, mm-hmm. people, and I think that um, with the type of things that are on the schedule. Race classes, racers, and whatnot are—they're they're coming to the forefront and they're helping support things like um, you know different events, and not only at, at River City Speedway but other racetracks. And so, kudos to race teams and and sponsors and those that come on board to support events like that because people are hungry for stuff. Oh, like that. absolutely! I got something to say. It's like as a race fan, like I'm looking at that schedule, and I know you were saying this is going to be like an aggressive year. And just looking at the schedule, I'm just glad to, like, see some sort of normalcy kind of come back into, you know, the racing world, you know. We right. can only hope. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We can. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a great year. I can't wait. Um, we're going to take a quick break here. But, uh, by the way, welcome to uh, all the people on Motorsports Addiction Facebook page. Uh, Tim Johnson uh, up north is sharing that right now as we speak. Uh, also, Mark saying they did a great job with the circumstances last year. Looking forward to the 2021 season. Uh, another guy, Brian, liked the 7 o'clock start time over 7.30. Kevin Pappenfuss, I didn't know this, Wayne Anderson actually sponsored his hobby stock back in 1989. That's kind of cool to hear. Uh, we're going to take a break, though, but uh, hold on. Dirty Thursday with Chad Hoff, Darren Evelbold, and Brad Sag, uh, all in the studio today. Now, if you need an oil change, and maybe you're going to take a road trip and you need it right now, go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Grand Forks. Basically, no wait time. You can sit in your car while they while they change your oil or maybe do a little shopping. They're right by Best Buy and Target. Uh, while you're sitting in there, this is what I did last time. It took them about 20 minutes, but they also checked all the fluids in my truck, uh, my cabin air filter, wiper blades, and head and tail lights, my battery. They checked my tires. And I tell you what, Valvoline Instant Oil Change, they can do tranny and coolant flushes too. And the great thing about it is no appointment is needed it is timely service. It will not slow you down while you sit in your vehicle. And if you go in for that oil change, make sure you mention Grand Fork's Best Source. They'll give you an additional $7 savings on that oil change. And if you can't leave work and you live in Grand Forks, how about this? They'll even come and pick your vehicle up. Locally owned and operated, open seven days a week, and they are very fast. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 3325 South 38th Street, or call 701-780-8462. And make sure you tell them Grand Fork's Best Source sent you. Where did we leave off in the schedule? You guys were kind of going there. Well, we're just talking about the the big hitters that they had and how aggressive we got. They got this year for sure. I think and Darren pointed out perfectly, you know, with the circumstances they got. I think River Season as a whole did an awesome job last year. And when Darren and I were on the phone last year talking about how the COVID is going to hit and stuff like that, and he pretty much said it perfectly. You don't know it's summer unless you hear race cars on Friday night. Once you start hearing those race cars on Friday night, you know summer's kicking off. And I think that delayed everybody, how, how late we were. And then once we start going, you saw the joy and happiness of people, oh. the race fans, the community was coming together. You know, it, there's people that don't, like at our shop, there are people that don't even go to the races. But one guy came in and said, yeah, I know it's summer because race cars are going on Friday night. It's oh, just yeah. perfect how, how Grand Forks community come together like that. Uh, I think we did an awesome job. I, I really do. Uh, you know, you look, you look at the racing we had past year, 
Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it, 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 it's too bad because some of these races were so damn good, and not to have those stands packed right during those those nights because of this. But um, you know what? The numbers keep going down uh, as far as positive hits and all that stuff with the COVID thing. We're back to green now, which is good. That's good news. And that uh, good, right? yeah, yeah. And that, well, yeah, back to green. We were yellow or orange, one of the two, but. Yeah. Um, so now, starting tomorrow morning, uh, a lot of these things are going to be lifted a little bit. Um, the bars, restaurants, and all that will be able to, in North Dakota, have more people in it. For the capacity, yep. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we're trending in the right direction here. So I, It's got to, you know, we always say it's got to end sometime, right? Uh, one question we got to say for River City Speedway as, as a whole, are we going to do the River City Speedway TV again this year? Is that going to keep on going? Absolutely. Was that a good success thing last year as we took off? And you know, yeah, I... I I think the true test will be this year. I sure. Think, um, just because there were so many people that, uh, you know, this COVID deal, when you come out and, and say limited fans, right? Yeah. Um, that didn't help us. No. You know, so I'll just stay home. Right. Now I'll buy it. on. So how many people would just buy it on, t- you know, and watch it online versus mm-hmm. coming out and having a popcorn? Right. You know, so... This year, we'll, hopefully, there's no restrictions, and this year will be the telltale of a non-COVID year in the, in the TV. So, yeah. All right, awesome. I want to answer answer a couple of more texts. Oh, here, here we go. Um, Al says, "Have never seen Darren smile. Can he?" <laughs> yeah, that's, there a it is. Yeah. that's about, that's about <laughs> all you're gonna get. Thanks, Al. Uh, Thanks about all you got right there. Jade says, "Awesome job, guys. Props to River City Speedway. This schedule is something for everyone to be very excited about." Christopher can't wait to hear the smell. Here and the smell of the race cars. Uh, glad the racing will finally be back. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for the 2021 racing season. Excited to be back at the track and the pits. Working on the car for my team. Gotta love hearing texts like this and seeing texts like this. People are juiced. I mean, they are stoked about this season. And, and it's, yeah. geez, it's only the end of January. Well, a lot of guys went down south and got a little, got a little of their fix in, you know. So now they're... Now they're raring. Mm-hmm. They went and raced a whole week almost down there in Arizona, and now they're like, "Okay, we come back home, and it's snowing." Yeah, so yeah. You get you you get you get a little testy there, but I think at this point in time, at the end of the year, everybody's okay. It's probably time for me to relax. Let's let's regroup. Feel what's going to go happen mm-hmm. going on, and it doesn't ever fail. Every year in January, you're okay. I just seen what uh, what are we doing? I just seen Matt Peterson put something on AMODs. It's coming, Matt. Easy, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Buddy. Well, let's talk about that, Brad. Since Matt's already asked the question, we do have an AMOD schedule for the race fans out there. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the AMODs are going to be on the schedule May fourteenth, and then uh, come uh, you know we're, we'll just kind of I guess we're just skipping around. Maybe got them on the twenty third of July. Got, got them on the twenty third of July, which which we're going to call Big Motor Mania. Mm-hmm. And on that night is going to be uh, love that name. Nosa, an NLRA tour race, and the RV Advantage A Mod tour coming to town. And uh, just take take the take the sites, the sites um, talent, mm-hmm. and times it by twice as many guys with that talent. Yeah, I mean, you're going to bring a lot of race car drivers uh, they, to here. Like a lot of those guys you watched in Arizona, mm-hmm. like the Sabraskis and the uh, the Canes, uh, Peterson, uh, it's it's going to be, I can't wait, I'm going to be a bigger fan than a race yeah. car driver <laughs> and a promoter. And, and you <laughs> know, you, you hit on Arizona, and this is another thing, uh, we talk about this all the time, uh, the quality of, of race car drivers uh, up here at River City Speedway in this area. I mean, they went out west, you know, the Wild West shootout out in Arizona, like right. Chad mentioned, for a week or so. Guys that race here on a regular basis, they fared pretty dang good out there. you go, there. John. I mean, yeah, look at that. Let's, uh, Can you switch, switch that? Yeah, right, right there. there. Yeah. Preston Carr on the front page right there. You th- you, what do you think, Preston, what do you think he ever thought the odds of him being on the front page of that We see was? him weekly, by the way, oh, in case I know anybody wants, in yeah. case you guys want to know. But, uh, just another. I mean, Preston Carr did well out there. Joey Berg. Joey, Dustin. Peterson, he won the A-Mod out there. Well, yeah. Put it this way. Joey Berg, Preston Carr, Dustin Strand, Lance Schill. Yep. All race here regularly. Mm-hmm. All one features. All yeah. one features. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's going to tell you a little a, something. That's awesome. Hey, so, race fans, I know we're kind of skipping around this this schedule, and I, I know we're trying to do the best we can. Virtually, like Darren said, it it's going to be classic. It's almost every Friday night racing. Uh, they're gonna throw. We're gonna throw some Saturdays in there. Kind of throw a little, 
They'll hitch and giddy up there and get you a Saturday race. I, I just, the schedule, once they post it and come out, you guys need to just inspect this and start planning vacation days. Yeah. That's uh, plain and simple. Uh, you want to look at a good racing facility, a good racing just area in general. I know you and I, we talk about we have the best job in the world because mm-hmm. this is the world famous yeah. legendary bull ring. <laughs> I mean, so it's time to plan some vacation dates when this thing comes out. I promise you that. Um, one thing I do want to ask you, something that has been very popular at the River City Speedway over the last few years, uh, bus racing. It's going to be back. The buses are better ready. than ever, I would imagine. <laughs> yep. and, you can't uh, get rid of the buses. I know. Well, who are they going to strap in this one? This not year? a chance in hell. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Not going to happen. Now, I how need about, a pee bag. you? You should strap yeah. in. He's busy. I tell you what, you, you get in the back the of a... They undergarments. <laughs> <laughs> you was going to say, you jump in the back seat of a bus... With Connie Clava driving it, and uh, yeah, you probably want those depends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so to the extent that um, you know, Keith Eggle's been the guy that gets the buses going, mm-hmm. right forever yeah. and ever. Yep. And ever. He's a he's a hardworking guy, and he's real loyal to the fairgrounds. He does a wonderful job with everything fair fairground, fairboard, fair related, racing related horses. Keith and I often talk about horsepower and. There's a lot of it out there, right? Oh, yeah. Not only what we're doing each and every Friday night, but go-karts are out there, right, on Wednesday nights. And then the horsepower in the West at the Horse Arena. Yep. Brad can attest to this. Oh, yeah. I actually went and watched last year a couple of times. And and Keith is always – he's helping everybody out, right? So um, haven't confirmed with him, but I'm I'm sure, um, as always, he always helps us out. Mm -hmm. So. Um, that's sort of become a staple of uh, what River City does each and every year too. Is those those darn school buses? Yeah, right? yeah. But, <laughs> and, and, to, and to think of the type of environment that we had to find our way through last year. Typically, River City Speedway averages about nineteen shows a year. Mm-hmm. And we got nineteen shows. Yeah. In. Surprisingly, you know, we dealt with COVID, and Mother Nature seemed to stay away. Yeah, right. Um, the World of Outlaw Late Model Race um, had to put our heads together there. Mm-hmm. You know, did something um, out of the element. Did yeah. something out of the ordinary, out of the element. So b- give Brad credit for that. That was his suggestion on a Sunday. Happens to work out. Where am, where's Darren? I went to Wisconsin <laughs> to my sister's cabin, so yeah. I missed it. Um, and I don't like to miss many of those, but um, you know, we can't do this without all the great support from race teams crew people, race fans, sponsors. Um, it's just a joy to be a part of. Well, you know, it all boils down to if you put on a good show, people will come. I mean, right? If yeah. you build it, if, they if will you, come. Yeah, I mean, kind yeah. of stealing a few words there. Well, but right. uh, if you got a good show, uh, people are going to come. Drivers yeah. are going to come. The fans are going to come. Uh, people are going to be talking about it. Yep. And, and uh, Look at the rain delay we had this year at the sites and how people stuck around just to see the ending. I even got a good nap in on that one. Yeah, you did. It's, yeah. it's it's posted. Yeah, and and now with the technology, right? I mean, the guys that we pulled together um, to help us do that, Aaron and Eli Mason, and yeah. Devin. I mean, Aaron was up there running the production, and mm-hmm. the other guys were jumping on the camera, and so that gave our neighbors to the north. We can't forget about them. Yeah, um, they're instrumental in the success of River City Speedway. Not only the race teams, but the the fans from the north. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And we're looking forward to uh, hopefully at some point in time that border opens and we can welcome them back in and uh, just get back to to what is a staple of the greater Grand Forks County and the greater Grand Forks community and the surrounding area. And that's uh, uh, events and things that are going on out at that fairground. Yeah. It's, it's uh, important for the community that we do what we do and everybody else out there that's participating is doing their thing as well and this is something i have said numerous times and i believe on a dirty thursday but uh mr trudeau pull your ears real hard yeah just pull reach down and pull and uh let's get this thing figured out uh we do have a question somebody was wondering is there any way to get all-star sprints at the river city speedway we've contacted them before and it's it's there's nothing not really Mm-hmm. It's, is, too, is it too far north? Yeah, and, and that, or I thought maybe did it have anything to do with the outlaw thing? They don't like going to the same places. Be- I I didn't believe that, but that's what somebody was trying to tell me. I mean, in all honesty, we've we've like Brad alluded to. I mean, we reach out to different sanctioning bodies to um, 
just consider, you know, what is out there? What can we do? Um, and there's not a lot of 410 sanctioning bodies out mm-hmm. there. Yes, the uh, Tony Stewart's All-Stars are out there. Um, and if you look at uh, Tony Stewart's All-Star sprint car schedule this year, la- last year it was an anomaly. They, they raced wherever they could. Their right. series is in Ohio, yep. in mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Yep. But Ohio and Pennsylvania were shut down last year. So then they, everybody branched out. I mean, look at, look at the role of all our sprint cars. They ran up and down the middle of the United States. Yeah, yep. All the time. Back yeah. and forth, yeah. back and forth. Well, going with... Uh, Constant. Yeah, that show, I mean, isn't that what Thomas Kennedy was going to try to do last year and it, he didn't get to race? Well, he, he should talk to Aaron Turnbull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, I think he was going to do an ASCS deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought, that, yeah, we had uh, both Aaron and Thomas on the show here in the in the last couple of weeks and uh, got a kick out of talking with Aaron Turnbull. Um, I, I've never seen the guy except for being up you know, up up in my box up there and, and watching. You should have seen him twice. Well, yeah, but I mean, never close up. I didn't. I had no idea what he even looked like. And then all of a sudden, he's on the screen here yeah. uh, from his shop up in Canada. And I was like, he kind of doesn't really look like a race car driver to Looks me. too smart. Yeah, yeah he does. He <laughs> yeah. does. It, was, it was like a Harry hear him like, And Aaron can hear him the whole time he's talking, too. So Aaron's like, yeah, huh? Yeah, <laughs> like, huh? Man, he doesn't look like a race car driver. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's right there. But... um Man, him coming down here and uh, whipping up on the boys in the John Sites was that's pretty incredible. Um, and I would imagine, no matter what, even if they don't open that border, he's going to be back. He's the two time, yeah, two time back to back, back to back. I think one thing's cool too, and we're talking about the schedule and things that are happening on Riverside Speedway. The one thing that they added last year, I think, that everybody enjoyed was the scoreboard on the front stretch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And we were, you know, that that was such an infancy, infancy, however you say that, that we really didn't even know what we were doing with it. Right. So this year, I think it, it's, it's there's going to be a lot more action on that thing. When did you say, Darren? Or? Well, yeah, I'm, not a, I'm not a big techie guy, but, yeah. uh, you know, with the help of Icon and those people, um, I'm sure that thing will sing a little bit. Mm-hmm. louder mm-hmm. um probably just scratch the surface um certainly that would be my hope and so yeah that i mean talk about different things out there last year right with all the technology yeah the river city speedway.tv um some of the online stuff um that we had to implement in terms of registering drivers and, and doing all of that stuff with the video board um the help of of, of the folks at icon um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing, um, to go along with, for instance, uh, the opening, what, 35, when did we pit for the sites Memorial in the late model feature? Uh, 32. 32. 32. 32. The opening 32 laps of that race was just unbelievable. Yeah. I went down and sat right, you know, down in front and, uh, took it all in. It was, it was, it was amazing. You know, and there's a lot of talent there when you got, what do we start, 26 cars? Yeah. And they're all <laughs> doing and, their and thing. And the was, thing is, magic. you know, people money. say 92 laps. Oh, my gosh. It, I Believe me, I called the race. It sure doesn't seem like it lasts 92 laps. I mean, no. that to me was like a 35-lap race because it was just that good. And you don't realize it. When you're calling a race, it sometimes you get lost, especially in a long race like that. And sometimes you kind of get lost and try to figure out where you're at again. And you go, "Holy crap! There's already 60 laps gone yeah. on this thing." And you're thinking, "We just kind of got rolling." But um, I want to show this if it'll show up. Oh, can you show up? Okay, there we go. Oh, that's yeah, that's Mike a, Balkan and CJ yeah. Rayburn. Yep, uh, Tommy Corcoran just sent me that picture of Mike Balkan with legendary chassis builder CJ Rayburn taken in Florida this week. Well, thank you very much, Tom. That's a pretty cool picture. That's pretty sweet. So, so, uh, so as Josh Dumel says, right? Yeah. North Dakota, it's legendary. Yep. You know, and we feel like there's a lot of hard work that goes in, right? We, mm-hmm. we talk, we know that these racers are doing their thing and wrenching on their race cars and stuff and uh, the staff at River City Speedway is working real hard. The, the track prep guys, everybody, Tommy, the the maintenance people, Scott with the concessions, and 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 all. You know, I I would need another half an hour to to mention all the names. Sure, not, but um, yeah. I mean, that's what we're what what we're known what we're known for is uh, putting on a good show. 
Yeah. You know, the, the Kyle Larson for fourth turn pass. Oh, my gosh. Hard. Yeah. Um, that was legendary. Right? Yeah. So there's all of these unwritten chapters that we're looking at here for 2021. My guess is that a lot of those races are going to be legendary. Yeah. Uh, and, and not just uh, North Dakota legendary, but the world famous legendary bullring. Uh, and I, and I got to admit uh, that World of Outlaw show, both of them, um, and I've always said this, I can judge how good the racing was by how bad my throat hurts at the end of the night. Yes. I think my wife liked it because I really couldn't talk when I got <laughs> home after both of those nights. It was just like, yeah, like nothing would come out. <laughs> well, it's just excitement that we have. Uh, when you look at the races we had this year, how close some of them were, uh, last lap passes, we've had numerous last lap passes. We've had, uh, you know, the world of the world of outlaws. What's even better about that is knowing our own stood up to the well, the late model and the sprint cars. We got Jade Hastings battling up there as well for a top ten. Uh, Dustin Strand battling for almost a top five if he was if running running and raring to go. Um, this schedule, race fans, um, it's impressive uh, and it's going to be pretty fun. And I can't wait to see all you guys. That's for sure. And I think John can. We can kind of, we have a breakdown for you. I mean, we yeah. basically we're going to race every Friday from May seventh to September seventeenth. Yep. But okay, so go to this second page and explain this a little bit for us, Brad. Okay, breaks it so down. I'm breaks it down by class. So just just when we keep talking aggressive, okay. <clears throat> so here, here we go. So sprint cars. We're going to have two World of Outlaw shows. We're going to have two King and Wing shows, and we're going to have four Wayne Anderson Cup races. The late models. We're going to have one World of Outlaw late model show we're gonna have six nlra tour shows and we're gonna have the sites memorial the street stocks remember last year we had that one street stock tour how good uh, that yep was? yep yeah we're the stuff one okay <laughs> we're gonna have two this year so there's gonna be 30 street stocks at least mm-hmm. each night wow and they get two shows at the sites memorial uh the b mods we got together with winnipeg and greenbush so they're gonna have two specials so you're gonna go winnipeg they're gonna come here uh, during the fair Friday, Midway, then they're going to go to Greenbush, and they're going to come back here on Sunday. You know, during the mm-hmm. fair, so mm-hmm. there's going to be a little point fund there, and they're going to race. You know, four races for increase in increased pace or purse. I'm sorry, and also they got two shows at the Sites Memorial. A mods. We have uh, one regular night, one RV tour, and two nights at the Sites Memorial. Uh, the Lightning Sprints, uh, we're working with Jason Berg right now. Apparently, uh, he's trying to work together a series of possibly the numbers have came out anywhere from 25 to 40. Oh, wow. And uh, River City Speedway is in, in talks of being on, on one of those races. Okay. So, again, an, just another aggressive deal. You know? right. So, we have the Lightning Sprints five times, and we have the Wingless Sprint five times. And we also have a couple nights with some IMCA classes, you know, at the at the end of the year. So, so like y- I said, it's it's aggressive. You, yeah, you weren't kidding me when you said aggressive. That's for sure. And uh, I didn't mean to poke on you, Buzz. I was uh, actually going to poke fun at Bill. And according to Brian, uh, Bill Olson is watching from Arizona in a speedo. Uh, I don't know if I <laughs> want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something you can't unsee once you just said it. Good lord! No, I think when you look at the schedule and you look at the guys coming, uh, wingless sprints. I think that turned up some. I mean, some nights we had thirty plus cars in the pits, and that's because they all want to race here. Yeah, that, everybody wants to come here. That's two sanctioning bodies. I guess they have a western and an eastern, western and northern, or northern or whatever. Yep. And it's like, uh, don't schedule us head to head against each other when River Cities comes on board. Yeah, we all want to go. To we all want to go. Right. And the same thing for the IMCA guys. Uh, you know, I. I used to do a lot of that back in the day. Um, and the sport mods that we had here when they won, guy from Turtle Lake won last year, Isaac Sandrell, it was a bucket list thing for him. You know, it, He was not going to miss this race. And so that's pretty darn cool to have that too. It's just yeah. I, it's you know, so it, cool. It's amazing when you talk to some of these guys that don't get to drive here very often and race right. here very often. That's always on their bucket list. Yeah. To win a race at River City Speedway. I mean, we all know it's not easy right. to just show up at this bullring and, and win races. When we look at this schedule, is there any one date or weekend that really stands out to you? Because right now, there's probably five or six that stand out to me. Well, I'm I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take sites as first and foremost, but I'm going to take that out in July 23rd. I 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big motor mania. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. And and have if you talked to anybody uh, about the sites, same regular guys going to show because I know last year a couple of them couldn't make it up because there was a show somewhere else out in Wisconsin or something yeah. like that. But have you been in, uh, talking to like the Doors or any of these guys? Well, Pat won out in Wisconsin yeah. last yeah, year. Yeah, so you can't blame he, him. He kind of reached. He kind of beats by his own drum. So mm-hmm. he, I I I could see him being here this year after winning that last year. You know what uh, I. I really, I, I don't look at what other what other racetracks are doing. All I know is, the sites race is a very good paying race. It's it's uh, it's more of an event now. I think. Yes. And uh, if there's another racetrack that's 250 miles from here that wants to put on a good purse, heck, there's mm-hmm. more guys make money. I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm not going to be selfish. Right. I mean, I. I don't need them all here. And, and, you know, when you talk, and I don't know if you're going to want to answer this or not or if you can, but uh, Aaron Turnbull, okay, it's 92 laps for $9,200. Mm-hmm. But after three days of racing, he went home with a little more than 9200 bucks. Right. Yeah, for the most part, every day a late model hits the track, and you have, you have some luck, and you make the NLRA championship night on Thursday, and you happen to make it in winning heat, make it in the dash or the past champions race. You're racing for three thousand, three thousand and ninety two dollars, you know, mm-hmm. purses. So. Right, right. And so. then the feature on on uh, It was well worth a quarantine for fourteen days when he got home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No doubt about it. A couple more texts. Uh Tom Corcoran only seems like ninety two laps when it isn't going well. <laughs> uh, I love RCS in many ways, but I sure haven't figured out how to race it well yet. That's Jason Berg. And uh Jeff Liebrick's wondering is Midcode doing a live show this year? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, yeah, we did a number of years, um, and it was affiliated typically with the fair, and we didn't have a fair last year. Right. So, um, you know, we enjoy having those converta- conversations to see if it's, it's something that would be a fit for us, um, and, and we've yet to have that conversation. So, um, But, he- heck, it's it's only January here, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll see if, if, if those uh, – phone calls come in we'll certainly listen to them and always consider obviously um i don't even know if Mid- did midco do any any live racing no i don't think they did last still watching year. reruns or st- i might think be. yeah i don't might be i don't know if they're doing any the i can think of uh, them really doing this year if it was a midco person they're based on south dakota so mm-hmm. if it's Houston, it's thing pops up for them that's kind of their home territory because they're based on sioux falls so who houston's and brandon so yep have, right now, there. have they even figured out uh grand forks fair is it on have they set a date because i know like marshall county has pennington yep. county has fargo has got their fair going on and i guess i haven't been paying attention but um it's on apparently here. the yeah it's on the the race schedule yeah. so i'm just hoping there there is a fair this year because there's a fair yeah okay because every year during the fair races uh it's usually but cheaper to get in a lot of the times these are people first time going to the track and getting hooked on it and and uh it's kind of like fishing you know it's giving this chance to come on in while they're here and yeah. uh they're gonna love it and they do and and i really missed the, the whole fair thing um it's a good time at the river city speedway yeah it's just it uh, you know it, they both complement each other that particular weekend so the so the yeah. fair is scheduled um the fair board's working on the f- the fair that wasn't last year. Mm-hmm, right. mm-hmm. So a lot of um, just confirmation and whatnot because a lot of the things they had lined up. Um, fortunately, those folks are going to come back. Um, June 23rd through the 27th is the fair day. It's a Wednesday through Sunday. Um, yeah, they do that all-access piece at the at the front gate there, which mm-hmm. is a great value, right? Yeah, it's like five bucks. Um, and then you get to swing through and get all your... Fair food, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and last year, um, they had a different midway, um, which was a nice addition to what they formerly had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the midway stepped up their game. That was two years ago. Excuse yep. me. Yep. Um, Crab Tree uh, Amusement mm-hmm. is the name, and um, yeah, I think everybody's looking forward to uh, the fair, right? And uh, once again, all that that happens out at that fairgrounds with. Uh, you know, there's 4-H out there. Mm-hmm. It yep. happens. Probably one of my favorite parts of a fair is going through the 4-H barns. Yeah. I love it. So um, just, you know, one of the highlights, other than racing on Friday and Sunday, they brought in these ATV big air guys were mm-hmm. flying through the air. Nuts. On their, on their yeah. Polaris and Articat ATVs, I guess. And uh, the fireworks 
I think was was pretty awesome. Yes. Oh gosh. Two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Was it last year. No, two years ago. Dwayne Sandin, the Fairboard lost Dwayne Sandin. Yeah. A, a, a while ago, and so sort of to honor him, he's he was the fireworks guy. Right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, you know, you talk about fair food, um, food at the concession stands at River City Speedway. Uh, this is what I did last year. I went and I tried something different. Every Friday night or every night I was there. Yeah. Um, I mean, look at me. You can tell I, I'm, I'm a good eater. But the food there is fantastic. Scott does a great job. Um, I know things have uh, been kind of in the works. Anything uh, with the with the new bar? Uh, anything more coming up on that thing? Oh, we got to get Tommy back from. Uh, we got to get Tommy back from Arizona. And the the Red Flag Lounge is gonna. Yeah, I can't wait. It's, gonna, it's your <laughs> one stop shop. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Oh boy, um, I I am just keyed. Um, I I'll, I've been waiting for two weeks. Uh, you know, it's going to be aggressive. So yeah. I've been waiting for two weeks, and and this schedule at the end of the year will probably find its way up onto the Wall of Fame up there, just because it's worthy of it. But uh, are you ready to race? Are you ready to run a track? Are you guys both ready to go? I think so. I mean, we're I think we're right where we need to be at this time of year. You know, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather be a day ahead than a day behind. Sure. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it'd be foolish to think that we're not doing anything. I mean, just the other day, Darren and I and Linus and Bill had conversations on uh, the grader. Mm-hmm. So that, that's over getting updated, you know, fixed. And we, right. we want to do everything yeah. off-season so we don't have any problems during the season. Yeah, so and, and a lot of people don't realize that. You've got the graders and you've got tractors and you've got equipment and water trucks and all of these things that have to be running because if they break down in the middle of a Friday night... That that's not a good thing. That ain't good. No. no. Um. What else was I going to ask you about? And now I can't. I've completely forgot. When you're when you're going through a season, I know you do a lot of racing on Friday nights and stuff. So you're probably you're more geared on both. You're trying to think of both aspects. One, when there's too long of a red flag, you're out there wondering, okay, what's going on? Why are we moving? Because we should be going along. Uh, and two, and you're probably worried about the race car. But you got a great crew behind you. But for Darren, when do you sit at the night? And like relax and finally just let things partake. Uh, usually when the heat races start, I'm done kind of running around mm-hmm. until my phone light gets lit up again. I see you delivering food once in a while. Yeah, once in a while. <laughs> um, I try to make myself available if, you sure. know, if, if I'm needed, if I have to run around. Uh, uh, I think that's my role. Um, but uh, the just reward clearly is I try to make sure that I'm able to hunker down and enjoy those feature races mm-hmm. if, I, if i know i'm going to be running around uh you know with the new technology last year I, I, don't, I don't know a lot about it but um you know before the race events and whatnot i was running to best buy and getting this or that oh yeah oh yeah did a lot um, of that and then thankfully aaron was working with the guys from rivet um chris grainer um when the stream isn't as strong as it's supposed to then they make some adjustments right I think we had one hiccup one night where we kind of lost it. I'd like to apologize for that. I mean, we were new to it. And, uh, you know, the hope is is that we can continue to get better at those kind of things because that's another avenue for us. Um, running a race program is very expensive. Last year was survival of the fittest sure. for promoters. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to let everybody know. Um, and we'll just keep working hard. But... Um, you know, the streaming piece, um, we see it as something that hopefully we can, we can gr- grow our, uh, our program and allow people to enjoy what we have to offer from other parts of the country, parts of the globe. Sure. Um, our very own. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I've always said, and John and Chad, both can probably sit down with your eyes closed and point to 500 different people that you see every Friday night and know exactly where they're going to sit. Exactly. Yep. Right? Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. I know where they're sitting in the, in before the races outside of the track where they're sitting in the track, in the yep. grandstands, you, you, it's the same all the time. I mean, they are diehard uh, race fans are the best. Yeah. Right. I mean, they are the best, but our goal is, is to try mm. capture 2,500 more people mm-hmm. that come three times a year. Right. Or if they don't come and are heading to the lake, you know, they can let's tune get in. to the lake and tune in and sure. grab a Coca-Cola and uh, watch the races. Now, I Coca-Cola. 
yeah. Yeah, that brings yeah. me to Jeff Liebrecht's post. Pepsi, I'm Pe- sorry. Pe- Pe- oh, Pepsi. Yeah, but that Jeff- was that was uh, you know a, a number of years ago. Um, Linus brought that start time to the table, and um, for very good reason. Um, I'm kind of a creature of habit, so I was probably the one that was like, "Well, why would we do that? Why would we do that?" Because Friday's pretty busy for people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess what we've noticed is race fans are going to come when they're going to want to come, mm-hmm. and whether we start at seven o'clock or seven thirty. We don't know what the crowd's going to be until 45 minutes after the race program yep. starts. Yep. Um, because people are creatures of habit and whatnot. And I think that 7 o'clock start time, as Brad alluded to, it gives, it gives lake goers that are race fans an opportunity to come and join us on Friday nights. Yep. And to be able to get to the lakes at sure. a decent hour. Do we get long in the tooth on occasion? Is there a full moon on occasion? Is there too many yellows on occasion? Yeah, but I think the staff, Doogie and the track prep guys... Um, do a good job of farming the racetrack and doing it in a timely fashion where we're back to racing and there's not a lot of pause. Right. And then, um, you know, people can go on their way, enjoy a night of racing, help, you know, fuel that economic engine of the greater Grand Forks community, which is important, right? Um, Being good neighbors and being timely. Um, And I think people expect that of us. Sure. So... Uh, expect us to continue in that tradition where we're where we're timely early in the year. Yeah, um, maybe a drivers' meeting didn't get finished in time, or the track prep guys had to touch it up a little bit, and we got we drug our feet a little bit. But boy, once we hit our stride, um, we added time trials for the sprint cars a few years ago, and working with that group, um, we just got more efficient, mm-hmm. and it's because of all the hard work and. You know, the, the staff and, and everybody doing their thing. So. Well, being as well-known worldwide as the River City Speedway is, yeah. uh, it's obvious it takes work. And it's obvious that they do a great job. And and this is one thing I want to add, because I'm not sure it's still being only the end of January, but when you look at that racetrack now, I haven't been out there this winter yet, but I'm guessing there's a lot less white stuff on that track right now than there was last year, which... If it holds on for the rest of the year, I would imagine that's going to just help things even more this spring. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, basically people get excited. They go out there and and they see like there's no snow or this or that. But the reality is that that facility doesn't open until they decide to turn the water on, right? And that's not always our mm-hmm. our choice. Exactly. Right. Um, Tommy Corcoran does have one more text here. Time management at RCS is outstanding. Uh, when it comes to Tom Corcoran, he, he pretty much his word is, I mean, he's seen it all. He's done it all. He's been it well, all. But, um, I want to make sure the race fans understand, too. It, it, they go into every season with the highest expectations at this River City Speedway. I mean, so don't think that what happened last year, if there are some hiccups, is not going to be fixed this year. So I understand that they work continuously to do that. They're always in communication with each other, not only us to make the program even better, um, are more enjoyable to people. Uh, I think expectations are always going to be high for this year, and and I hope you guys are ready for it because, fans, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and I want to add one more thing that Tom said. Tommy Corcoran on again. Thanks, Uh, buddy. Yeah, and and I never thought of this. The streaming was a great asset for those of us that drive. Being able to view the night's events immediately after the night concludes is great, and I never thought about that. Uh, Watching game tape of yourself, basically, when you're done racing. You just got to log on. It's at rivercityspeedway.net, and you can log on and and pay the the subscription, excuse me, and you can watch your your show back. Right, yeah. I mean, that's pretty pretty astonishing just for learning learning purposes in itself. Yeah, no, it... uh, Yeah, you just look at... uh, Go look like... You know what? Why? Why? Half the time when you don't think your car works, you go back and watch it, and it's like... You were driving in the wrong part of the racetrack. <laughs> car was car, car was, was working fine, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> driver error. Driver a, error. It must have been a short between the steering wheel and the seat. Yeah, <laughs> Darren. When you got that River City Speedway thing going, can, you can log on and see. Do we know what our farthest spectator was on that thing? Do we know who logged in from where? I know there's other ones. Yeah, we can. I mean, we get a report. So that's a great question. Um, when we started years ago with what was called Speed Shift, remember? Mm-hmm. That was the first streaming event we ever did. Yep. And those guys, I think, were uh, they're part of Flow Racing now or whatever. But I know back in the day that Darren Chanley said that 
there was folks from Australia that were watching. That's awesome. Um, well, they know did, about did, this place out yeah, there. Did, I, I guess I haven't taken the time to drill down, but that's a great question. We should take a look at that kind of stuff um, because it is impressive. It does allow people from other parts of, of the U.S. to uh, to tune in and watch and, and see what we got going on up here in, in Grand Forks. And, and for that, that's... That's great. That's the great part of technology, right? Mm, that's yeah. Uh, since technology is part of the conversation <laughs> yeah. across the globe now, right? Yep. I mean, yeah. that's using technology in a way that um, is a positive impact mm-hmm. on society and whatnot. Uh, I'll reserve my comments for 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 another day on some of this other shenanigans that's going on. But uh, <laughs> we'll we'll bring that up. We again. don't have but, enough time right, for that. None, nonetheless, um, you know, race fans can can uh, you know look forward to a great. 2021 season as always we'll have a discount at our ticket outlets um a few years back uh we we did away with the kids ticket we created a student ticket yep you know so 15 and under for regular race programs at river city speedway premier racing series program they're gonna get in for free Mm -hmm. did Um, you guys hear that free free 15 and under 15 and under and then we go with that student ticket so 16 uh, through college id Got that ten dollars. Um, the military folks at the at the gate ten dollars. Yeah. Um, and what we think is a is a very valued program, um, priced right for a for a for a great night of entertainment at uh, in in Grand Forks at River City Speedway. So yeah, and then when the races are done, there's things to do too. I mean, you know, I I myself, if I was up here for a weekend of racing and yeah. I was from out of town, I would not leave the speedway or the fairgrounds i would be there i i don't care if i'd have to sleep in the back of my truck the little canada area yeah when you when you talk about um technology this is from daryl up in canada big fan hi john and crew oh hey, hi buddy. john chad and crew great show streaming is okay when you can't make it but nothing like live at river city speedway first class operation overdue for beers john thanks for the shout out about the canadians the boys will be back you know where we park. And uh, Joe Potter, thanks for bringing Street Stock Tour back this year. We'll definitely be there. Brandon, any special shows this year besides Outlaws? Brandon, you should have tuned in a little Brandon, bit earlier. We've been, we've been talking about it for the past hour, yeah. Bubba. And and uh, all you got to do is rewatch the show, and uh, you'll go through the we'll go through the whole schedule. But yes, it, it like Brad said uh, a couple of weeks ago, very aggressive schedule. Gentlemen, you want to wrap it up with anything? Or are you done? No, uh, we, you know what? We basically covered it all. Uh, it, uh, Mike Speaker is going to release uh, on our Facebook page here. Very soon. Very soon. Okay. Here, so <laughs> Today. And, uh, yeah. and, and, and then be looking for updates and some press releases he'll put together. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a creative guy, right? He helps us out, so appreciate all the help. There, Speaker's Mike. an awesome yeah, guy. Yeah, he helps um, us out, too. We'll end up, uh, and there's going to be some multiple press releases, I'm sure, throughout the the, the course of the rest of the winter here we'll we'll tidy up some things uh people have some questions tentative to be determined everybody's seeing that now right yeah and uh we're looking forward to the for sure you know the different type of events that we have and uh shout out to some of those leaders in uh in nosa todd slocum's doing a good job of recruiting drivers the last i checked brad i think he had confirmation of a of 11 guys two maybes and uh, you know, another 20 or so guys on the uh, the King of the Wings mm-hmm. piece. So, you know, we're looking for, for solid car counts, right? And that's, uh, you know, with the NOSA guys and uh, and all the hard work that, that, that Todd Slocum and NOSA is doing to try and encourage those guys to come up for that two-day event. Um, and some of the guys alluded to uh, joining us for those Wayne Anderson Cup races too. So looking forward to that. I'm going to lean on the NOSA people to help us out with that. And uh, I'm sure they'll they'll get creative and and it'll come together like the Sites Memorial did with a lot of support from from those guys. And so we're looking we're looking forward to it. I'm you know, excited. after a show like today, I, I just think to myself, crap, it's still January. I was going to say, is it May yet? Oh, gosh, I know. <laughs> I mean, we're ready to roll. Uh, boys, thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. For we coming in. It. Thank you for um, all you do for us. I, I, I can't wait. I am so keyed up. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a great year. All right. Uh, there you go. Dirty Thursday, Chad Hoff, Darren Ebbold, Brad Sang. Put this down on your calendar. May 7th, tentatively, the season opener, Premier Racing Series at the River City Speedway. And that kicks off one hell of a year coming up. 
Yeah, you talk about an aggressive schedule. That's incredible. Hey, special thanks going out to the Bubble Laundry Company. If you're sick and tired of doing your laundry every day, or maybe that washer and dryer is just a little too small for the bigger things, head on over to the Bubble Laundry Company. Have them do it for you if you want. They have drop-off laundry service where they neatly fold a bag for you for just a buck and a quarter for clothing per pound. Bubble also has 61 high-speed machines for self-service, and they do commercial laundry too, of course. Check out that newly remodeled store, three TVs, free fast Wi-Fi, ATMs, soda snack machines, and an old-school arcade game. What a great way to do laundry, huh? Stop in for self-service from 5.30 a.m. to midnight, seven days a week, and drop-off service Monday through Thursday from 9 to 9 Friday. Sunday from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. You know what? Do it yourself or have it done for you. The Bubble Laundry Company, 1401 12th Avenue South, right behind the strip mall with the lighting gallery in Mexican Village. Call 701-800-3084 to find out more. And again, thanks to Chad, Darren, Brad, Katie, and Paul. What a great Dirty Thursday. Tomorrow, we talk about this year's Polar Plunge with Jay Farmer. See if Paul, the producer, is going to jump in that ice-cold pool here coming up next month. Hey, make sure you like, share, and tag us, all right? We're Grand Forks' best source, giving Grand Forks an identity again on a Dirty Thursday. We'll be right back.